Hi, JJ here with the Out of Value. Alibaba stock is down 47% year to date and nearly 80% since its October 2020 peak. And it's recently taken more of a dive to get there just in recent days. And I'm going to look today at why this is happening. Why is Alibaba down so much and Chinese stocks in general? I'm going to look at the pros and cons of owning Alibaba stock from here, starting with the seemingly many negatives, the many cons. Full disclosure, I'm a Alibaba shareholder, a bag holder at this point. It's one of my worst performing stocks. Do I buy, sell or hold? I'll talk about that later on in the video. But first, let's get into what's going on in China and with Alibaba stock. So why has Alibaba stock crashed so much lately, even more in recent days? It's definitely got something to do with the macro situation in China and the political situation there. If you're watching on video, on YouTube video or Spotify video, you'll see on the screen the 20th Annual Communist Party Conference, which happens every five years. On the screen now, you'll see a picture of Hu Jintao being removed, very publicly removed from the Congress. That The pictures were being around the world and the market did not like that when it happened. It was That was the time when the, the stock fell after that. It was announced at the conference that President Xi Jinping was, is going to stay on for another term, a third term, which is very rare. There has only been one other, I believe, that, that stayed for a third term. So the market was expecting, people were expecting for there to be a new president, but there's not, and the market reacted. That was the main reason that the stock fell so much on around that time. So I think the market was looking forward to a new leader, a different leader, perhaps one with looser kind of policies that have been in the last few years, but it wasn't to be and the market reacted, sending the stocks down even further. So one of the questions is, is there a greater risk to Chinese companies, Chinese stocks for investors of President Xi being in for a third term? The market seemed to think so, reacted pretty strongly. But is this actually the case? Will this be the case? We just don't know. But are there risks to the market system? Communism with Chinese characteristics, is that going to go out the window? Is the growth rate in China going to slow down? And prosperity in general for Chinese citizens, is that going to go down from from what we've seen in recent decades? One of the things that spooked investors even more is that Xi has talked about promoting common prosperity, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but how is he going to get there? He's talked about regulating the order of income distribution and regulating the mechanism of wealth accumulation. Whatever that means. This has made investors concerned because what does that mean? Barbers, for instance, has been buying back shares. Does that mean that will come to a stop because it's enriching shareholders by doing that? Will, will there be certain policies in place to stop people becoming individually wealthy and more common prosperity? Will there be less of the previous system that's done so well for China with communism, with Chinese characteristics, they called it, which is basically a market system? Are they going to pull back from that? Is it going to continue with Xi pulling back from that, cracking down on tech companies? We just don't know that yet, but investors seem spooked by it. Investors have been hoping that policies will be loosened a bit, but that does not look likely now. And of course, one of those policies is the pandemic lockdowns, the shutdowns they've been having. Will they continue? It probably looks like it. Investors think so. And that's been slowing down the Chinese economy. Full year GDP was expected to be around 5% for 2022. But because of shutdowns and the slowdown in the economy, it looks like it's going to be around 2%. And it looks like that the lockdowns will continue and perhaps even get stricter. That's a fear of the market anyway. Investors are also wondering if there will be continued crackdowns on Chinese tech companies which has driven the prices lower, obviously. There has actually been some evidence of that easing up this year, lately, and I'll get to that later on. Another concern is the China-Taiwan conflict threat. In fact, US Secretary of State Blinken has said Beijing has sped up its plans for unification now, and commentators have said 
Xi's wartime cabinet is now in place. His 20th Party Congress purge not only installed loyalists, but two spy chiefs and military leaders responsible for China's reunification, in quotes, with Taiwan. He sacked the only three men with markets experience as well. So obviously that's concerned outside investors and concerned people in general about a forced reunification being stepped up. So the concern is that if China moving on Taiwan sooner than expected, and as far as investing goes, which is only one concern, is that it creates risks for Chinese stocks and for outside investors. It would be a whole new can of worms. And another concern for outside investors is Chinese currency being devalued against the US dollar, which is happening in many countries around the world at, at the moment. But it's just another concern. Yes, another concern. So that's quite a list of possible negatives, concerns for investors. There's so many, I'm going to read the list out in summary. It's concern of pandemic lockdowns, greater risk of war over Taiwan, delisting concerns. I hadn't really even talked about that. What will happen to US and international investors if that happened? Is communism and with Chinese characteristics over? Is the market system that has been successful, is that in decline now? We're talking about regulating the mechanism of wealth and Chinese economy. Is it hurting the long-term prospects for the Chinese economy? That is quite a list of concerns and fears at the moment. But there could be some pros as well, some positives, some catalysts. It's important to look at those two to weigh up the pros and cons. One of those is just in recent days on the 30th of October, it was from this from the Chinese media. China's state council reiterates policy support to bolster country's digital economy as tech war with US intensifies. I've got that on the screen if you're watching on video, the headline. The state council has proposed an eight-pronged approach to shore up China's digital economy. The proposal comes days after a rout of Chinese tech stocks in Hong Kong and New York wiped out trillions of dollars of market value. So this is coming from Chinese media. Obviously, government kind of approved. So they, they, it shows that they are concerned about the market and the value of their tech companies. So that's kind of a positive, I think. And just looking at that in a little bit more detail, because I think it's important, they say the report proposed an eight-pronged approach to shore up the sector and increase the country's international competitiveness. These include pooling resources to pursue breakthroughs in core technologies ramping up construction of digital infrastructure, stepping up digital innovations and establishing an advanced industrial cluster. So these are all positives for, for the tech industry there for sure. But not just the tech sector, just shoring up the economy. So we have this situation where interest rates in China are going down and up in the US. So there's stimulus going in. And of course, we've seen in previous times when the stimulus into the economy, it has, it has boosted the stock market somewhat. But it's down so low that could it actually work? Will it work? We just don't know yet. So one of the other positives is actually that the stock price has already fallen so much. How how far more could it go? Well, it could go to zero, obviously. But if you look at Alibaba in general, it's one of the best Chinese companies and arguably one of the best companies in the world, tech companies. And, it, and the market cap is now around $169 billion with an enterprise value of hundred around $124 billion. So it's getting down there if you compare it to something like Amazon or any US tech one of the mega cap tech companies, it's really getting down there. So if you look at the graphic on the screen, it's from Guru Focus, just a chart. It's just an indication. It's got the value at $339.78 per share. I hope that you are on video because you'll see how undervalued that they're saying it is from fair value. I'm not saying this is accurate or anything. You've got to do your own due diligence, do your own research, do your own working out. And this video isn't for that because I'm talking about the general 
threats, the general risks, but under so many measures, Baba Alibaba is undervalued. Nobody really disputes that Alibaba is undervalued at this point. It's more about these other risks, the external risks, the political risks, the Chinese economy risks, not to do with the fundamentals of the company itself, but how those things could affect the company in the future. If you're enjoying this episode, getting value out of it, please consider liking on YouTube to help the channel grow. I really appreciate that. Thanks. If you look at the company fundamentals and the company's position in general in China, there have been some competitive concerns with companies like JD and others, but generally it's still solid. If you look at something like the EV to EBIT, which is under 11 at the moment, it says 10.75, so it's around between 10 and 11, which is pretty low for a company like Baba. Another positive, if you think like this, is the number of super investors who still own it. Of course, the new 13Fs for the last quarter will come out soon. Well, so it'll be very interesting to see what the movements were like from some of the best investors in the world who own Alibaba. But on screen now, I've got the data from Dataroma, which shows that Charlie Munger owns 300,000 shares. He did sell some, of course. It was thought to be for tax harvesting purposes. It's one of Bill Miller's biggest positions. Guy Spear owns it, Thomas Russo, Prem Watsa, David Tepper owns a position, a new position from David Tepper. So if we look at the activity over the past couple of quarters, you can see that they've actually been adding to it. Prem Watts has added to it, uh, Tom Russo's added a little bit. David Tepper bought for the first time last quarter, so it'll be interesting to see if he's bought any more. Of course, one of the investors who's not on that list anymore is Manish Pabro, who sold Alibaba, sold out. He said after he sold that he sold for tax loss harvesting purposes and bought into Tencent through a company called Process, which owns Tencent. It was a complicated move, but he got tax loss harvesting in the US and managed to swap for a company that was down just as much as Alibaba was, Tencent. After researching it, after analyzing it, he thinks Tencent is one of the very best companies in the world. He also said he thinks Alibaba is a good company and could work out well over the next 10 years. We'll see for both of these companies, he basically swapped one good company for the other. He thought one was a little bit better than the other. So he swapped it out and got the tax loss harvesting at the same time. So it hasn't deterred a lot of these investors as they haven't been scared out of Baba that we know of. We'll see what happens in the next 13F filing. It's difficult for retail investors like me and you to, to have conviction when the stock's been beaten down so much. There's so much fear and so many things going against the stock, the company, it seems. It reminds me of the coffee can portfolio just to buy, not even look at the market, put it away for 10 years or more and see what happens. Some will do badly, but the ones that do well might do very well. And, and this is a good case, like just set and forget no matter what happens, no matter how much fear is going on. This is not financial advice at all, but I can just speak for myself. I'm just going to continue to hold, even though it's gone down a lot. I do like that coffee can approach of just kind of setting and forgetting and just see what it's what happens over like the next five years. Unless something incredibly drastic happens, which will just go down even more. There is a risk of these things going to zero. That's always a risk. But this is a huge company. This is a huge company, one of the world's best companies. And so it's kind of a bet on the Chinese economy doing okay and things loosening up a bit. Some of this fear will go away, I think. We don't know what's going to happen. It could get worse. The Taiwan situation, all those negatives I said, but it's hard to see how it will get better soon, like over the next six to 12 months, but we just don't know that. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm just going to hold. I'm going to do nothing. I'm not buying any because I've reached my allocation. Of course, it would have been better to, to, to wait a bit from where I did, but I thought it was a good price where I bought it. 
but I'm not going to buy any more because I'd go over my allocation. I've got enough allocated to China. It was partly a hedge against what was happening in the US. I thought the US market was overvalued. So China seemed like a good buy then. And it even kind of seems like an even better buy now if you think that way. And the US has gone down. The US market's gone down in the meantime. So that did happen. I would love to hear your opinion on Alibaba or Chinese stocks in general. The Chinese situation. Do you think... It's worth holding on. Do you think this is there's a lot of FUD, a lot of fear, uncertainty and doubt, and it'll blow over and we'll come out the other side? What do you think? If you're on YouTube, leave a comment and tell me what you think of the situation. So if you've enjoyed this video, if you've got value out of it and you're watching on YouTube, please consider subscribing on YouTube or if you're in your favorite podcast player, subscribe or follow whatever it allows you to do. And I'll see you next time.